Hi. So, welcome back. This is episode four of The Imperfect Me. I'm your host, Kieran. Um, if you somehow stumbled upon the first three episodes um, and made it to this one, I truly thank you. If you, if this is your first listen, um, well, thank you as well. So, this uh, this episode four is um, the the topic that I wanted to cover and really kind of talk about is empathy. Empathy is you know or at least how you know if you if you Google it, the dictionary um, says that empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of another, or um, a better definition is it's the ability to understand another person's thoughts and feelings in a situation. From their point of view rather than your own. Empathy is something, in my opinion, is lacking in today's society, in today's um, economic and politically charged environment. Um, you know, empathy is something I feel like is a core of who I am. Um, I don't know why or what or whatever it might be, but I feel like I have a very high level of empathy towards anyone, regardless of if I'm if I'm in agreement with them or how much I hate them or love them or whatever it might be. I, I really try to look at it from, you know, like what are what's their perspective? And I think this is really, you know, over the past few years, especially with COVID, where you know, I've come to the realization that my empathy is extremely high and that most other people's empathy is very low, right? And, and, I'll, and I'll give an example, right? In, in COVID, regardless of where you, you know, where you stand about um, the pandemic, you know, was it, a, uh, you know, was it serious? Was it not serious? Should be wearing masks, not wearing uh, vaccines, not, no vaccines, regardless of any of that stuff, right? Um, I think that at the core, what really bothered me was the lack of empathy on both sides of the fence, right? So, you know, empathy was, you know, really how I view it, you know, from a, you know, I'll give some examples from a COVID perspective, right? It's regardless of, you know, like when, when it first really started hitting, right? There was shutdowns and lockdowns and mandates and all these different things. And there was most, you know, people were either one side or the other. It's like, you know, this is a pandemic. This is something of serious concern. Um, we need to, you know, shut down and, and figure things out. And, and, you know, and it's for the safety of, of, of the, you know, the most uh, vulnerable, right? And then you had this other side. It's like, you know, this is a hoax. Or um, what about my business? Or what about us as an Americans? Or um, this is, you know, whatever politically charged, you know, nonsense, whatever the, you know, the other side was, or this is just a, a cold, right? Both sides lacked empathy, right? If I'm on, and, and I will classify, I'm on the left, then, you know, that's sort of more, um, you know, uh, progressive, more democratic side, like just generally, right? Well, yeah, you know what? And then that's where I really was, right? You know what? Like we should be wearing masks. Like let's, you know, there should be some lockdown. Like, we're trying to figure this out. I just truly believe that there's so much to this disease that we didn't know. And in the beginning, I'm sure the government or CDC or whatever, Fauci or whatever you want, made mistakes. Because I look at it from, well, you know, we're not sure what's going on. We have to take the, the worst case scenario, 
right? And I get that. And I, that's the that's the way that, um, you know, I, I would agree. If I was in charge, like, that seems like a logical path forward. Um, you know, but that caused, uh, I mean, that caused a lot of, you know, from people not interacting with other people or not being able to see family, not being able to travel, businesses shutting down, all that stuff, right? Like, yeah. It's it's I, I get it. It it was a tough decision. I don't I, I don't know if it was I think in the very beginning it was the right decision. Um but you know, as someone on the left, I would get in arguments with other people, let's say that were similar, you know, um similar uh sort of mindsets. It's like, yeah, but if you're if you're the a um if you're in the hospital and no one can visit you. And, um, you know, you have a relative that is, you know, sick from something else in the hospital and you can't visit them. Awful. I can't imagine being in that. I, 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 you know, if it was like my wife or a kid, I'd be like, I don't care about COVID. I'm, I want to see my child. I want to see my spouse, wherever it might be. I can't imagine how tough that was. Or if I was a small business owner and, you know, whatever, restaurant, doesn't even matter what kind of business. And... I was forced to shut down. I was forced to, you know, uh, alter the way I do business. And I barely could pay bills. I had to fire people that work for me. If I, I, mean, I can't imagine being in that position. I can't imagine being like, because at the end of the day, like, you know, my, the, you know, putting any sort of political, you know, sort of alignment aside, the most important thing to me is my family, taking care of my family. Now, if I was told I can't, take care of my family, if I can't pay bills, if, you know, if I was paycheck to paycheck and all of a sudden that paycheck is gone, right? I don't know. I, I like, I, 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 I don't know how to react. I'd probably react like, what is this, you know, this garbage, this nonsense, like, especially when you go to the media and it's like, oh, well, is this serious? Is it not serious? Is it, do we need to do, you know, mandates? Do we not? Do we need to do lockdowns? Like, I can't imagine being in that space of, I'm just trying to provide for my family. So it's almost, you know, what's worse for me would be worse than death is is like, like I can't pay bills, right? I can't provide for my family. So from that perspective, from a business owner's perspective, like, oh my God, like even though I agreed with like the direction, I can't imagine being in that person. So that person that was online and like, this is, you know, nonsense, this is a, a conspiracy, whatever they're saying, I understood that. And that's empathy, right? Like, I think that, you know, with COVID, it's, you know, the, and I think we're really where we netted out is that the most, the most vulnerable really were the ones that, like, you know, and I think that's where I, I get, I'm not a medical professional. But, like, that's how I looked at it. I wasn't necessarily afraid of getting COVID. But what if I had COVID and I passed it to someone else and they were vulnerable and they got sick? That's how, like, I'm like, oh, you want me to wear a mask? Okay, I'll wear a mask. If I had to be limited about if I can go indoors, whatever, because that's how I viewed it. That was my empathy, right? I wasn't, yeah, I, you know, I think we, we fared okay, right? Like, I mean, I had early COVID and that was awful by the way, but like, that's the, the, the side that I'm like, okay, well, what is this person going through? Right. And that's where both sides, like the people that are like, oh, you know, there should, you know, there should be no mandates. There should be no, you know, uh, how dare you make force me to wear a mask inside or whatever. 
like they lack the empathy of like, listen, okay, listen, you gotta wear a mask, who cares? But you can believe whatever you want, just wear a mask and prevent the spread of it, regardless of what you think or how serious you think it is. That's where this, I, 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 in, in my opinion, I feel like it's, it's, um, you know, that it's, 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 it really, there's a, you know, it's that, it's almost like what person you listen to, like what news channel you listen to and, 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 or what, whatever talking head, right? And, and that's where I think that, that lack of empathy has really, really diminished over the past few years because it's either like you're one side or the other. It's, it, and it's almost any, any sort of politically charged, any sort of environment, anything, right? Like immigration, it's like you can have one, you know, you can be, you know, um, we really need to control immigration. We really need to, um, you know, sort of limit, you know, not have open borders or whatever, right? You can have that mentality, but you can't have, you know, like, but what about those poor migrants, those people that are trying to get a better life, right? Like there's there's both sides of the fence here. Like you could be 100% pro-immigration, but also be like, okay, but we want to do it in a calculated and thoughtful way so to make sure that we are able to provide services right like you can be you can have both like you can be in that center center lane right and i think that's really kind of where you know especially when it comes to politics it's like you can't be one or the other right you have to be or you can't be in the middle you have to be i'm i'm left or i'm right and and that's it um versus center like to be you know, president or be a leader or whatever it might be. Like you can't put kind of, you know, you know, be in that in that middle area. And I think that's what's wrong with America right now. It's like we mean more central center, like center thinking, right? And and that's not to say that you know, like if you're far right, you're far left or whatever. Like you do you. But as a nation, I think we need to be more empathetic. Right. And I think that's the side that like every politician should have like a level of empathy. Like you could be whatever, but you should be thinking about the other side as well. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to, you know, alter your uh, decisions or way of thinking, but it should impact your decisions. Right. It's like, OK, well, you know, I believe in in this, but I really should take into account, you know, how what how does this impact the people that, you know, are disagreeing with me. And then maybe there's a way to kind of meet in the middle. Maybe not even in the middle, but like a little bit more into the center, right? Because it's never, it's, you can't be, you know, all, you know, you can't go from zero to 100, right? Like it's, you're not gonna make everyone happy. But I feel like if you look at it from, from, from an empathy perspective, then at least you can say, okay, like how can I, how can I at least be thoughtful of the other side? And that, you know, and at least in, in my perspective, I might 100% disagree with you, but then the way I interact with you might change. It's like, listen, no, I, I think you're 100% wrong, but I see where you're coming from. Now, it might be different. It's because it's different than what I believe. It's different than what I believe is right, but I at least see where you're coming from. And, and, and I, try, I try to, like, I, I try to see that, right? It's like, you know, take Trump. And I'm 100% dead set against Trump and was against him um, when, when he got elected, when he ran the first time, right? But there's all these people that would say, well, I mean, that's just me. That's just my political, my opinion, right? 
there's all these people like like you know after he got elected it's like why would you vote for this guy why would you vote for trump you know like but then like you like you know look at some of the the cases look at some of the people in you know um i forgot what it is and this might be inaccurate but like he was speaking to coal miners in pennsylvania and he's talking about like saving jobs or, so, or something along those lines right but the 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 accuracy of my statement is 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 not important it's the like he's telling these people who are lifelong generational um workers that you know and and they're just their day their day-to-day -day surviving right and paying their bills and and feeding their family and there's this you know guy comes like let's drain the swamp let's get rid of these politicians they're not these people aren't like thinking that politicians are are doing anything for them right and here comes this guy that that's not you know um you know against the system and kind of saying the right things and you know like i'm like yeah i 100 percent see why and, and how those people would vote for him you know because i'm empathetic to that person's needs at the end of the day and, 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 you know, again, I am anti-Trump. At the end of the day, though, my priority is providing for my family. And if Trump, for whatever reason, was the, you know, the best way for me to accomplish that, right? Right or wrong, right? I would probably vote for him, right? Regardless of how, what I feel, of, you know, who he is as a person, whatever sort of controversies or whatever, if there, if he was the person that would allow me or I felt that would allow me to provide for my family, I'm voting for him. You know why? Because those other things, the, the controversies, the, you know, the just whatever negative stuff you want to attach to him. But if I felt that he was the one that's going to allow me to provide for my family, that's my, my priority. I'm sorry. That's how I approach it. And, and that's where, you know, I have that empathy for that, you know, that other side, right? And, and it's like, you know, you could take this, like literally take any sort of, any topic, right? You know, the Russian-Ukraine war, it's like, well, you know, if you're on one side of the other, right? it's like, well, but I, you can kind of like, you need to look at that other side. You don't have to agree with it, but you should understand it, right? Or have empathy towards like, you know the the soldiers right I, I mean this is this is where again i'm not trying to be you know political one way or another it the whole point of this is is about having empathy and i think that you can have empathy for you know any situation i think there's so many people that are just lacking that and and it's like you know even this like you know titanic sub incident right like there's a lot of people like oh my god and it's all over the news and what have you and but it's getting so much attention and there's all these like other you know awful examples of like you know migrants trying to you know i, I forgot what the, the exact example is but you know there's this migrant boat that sank and there's no news there's very little effort to rescue them but you know here are these like what you know six super rich people that are going to the titanic in this little you know tiny little tube and um you know that is that is where you know that is where the the um you know the fear right a fear of empathy i think really comes in and we're back so um if you're again if you're listening to this and uh you know the the casual nature of this podcast recording you know shows uh so the first half half of this i was 
in my home office. But, you know, when you have a family, you have um, other people and noises and what have you. So I had to stop uh, the recording. And then I picked it up. Now I'm going to be outside. I'm going for a walk in this beautiful Southern California 70s and sunny day. Um, which is, you know, not to get off the topic of empathy, but it's, it's such a... I mean, it's, it's, it's really just an amazing place to live. Um, you know, you can, you can think about California in whatever sort of, you know, politically charged way, but from a lifestyle, from a, you know, a just, you know, what California has to offer, it really can't be beat. And this is someone that for the first 40 years, 40 or so years of his life, lived in Connecticut. Right. And, you know, it's just in, in the shadows of New York City. And it's just this just can't be you can't compare it. California is I, I mean, we went this weekend to Mount Baldy and hiked and it's it just it's uh, um, unbelievable. But anyway, so back to the topic of this fourth episode. It's um, again, now I'm outside. Now there's going to be wind, but whatever. Um you know, when, when talking about empathy, having, you know, put, putting aside, I guess, the, let's say the first 15 minutes or so, whatever I rambled on about, was mainly about politics, right? And, and look at empathy from a political perspective. But empathy is something that can be really part of, it should be part of people's lives in, in just any capacity, right? So, you know, your, your, your politics are is the is you know is, is a huge part of today right but you know your day-to-day life i feel empathy is lacking right and and this is where you know sort of this next you know part of this you know topic is really talking about relationships and relationships with your friends a relationship with uh your spouse your kids right and and empathy is something you know it's, i think it's harder to be empathetic when it comes to, you know, that side, you know, from like, from, you know, from those relationships, you know, I almost feel like it's more, it's easier to be empathetic when you're looking, you know, far away at someone saying, well, look what they're going through versus like the person right next to you. And that's something that I personally need to work on is how do I be more empathetic in my daily life, in my relationships, right? You know, you know, you talk about teenagers, talk about kids as an example you know it's like my patience runs low at times right like uh whatever they're going through whatever attitude they have whatever it is that that is you know kicking up something well looking at it from well you know they're a teenager like and they're going through their own shit right or what something might be minor to me could be significant for them right because the teenage world is awful right and you know as you're becoming a young adult as you're becoming a person you know and try to figure out who you are having that sort of you know that that transition is tough and I have to have more empathy towards my kids on what they're going through Right? And, and that's something that I have to work on. 
you know, and, and so that empathy has to, you know, the, the empathy I talk about when it comes to like the COVID and politics and, you know, looking at, you know, those extreme examples, but empathy towards the people closest to you is something where I feel like there's a significant amount of improvement for me at least, right? Where, you know, like, you know, talking with, about my wife, right? And, you know, it, 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 there's moments where, you know, my patience or my feelings, my insecurities come out. That's where having that, it's like, okay, instead of reacting to it, it's like, well, why does someone say something? Why does someone act like this? Why does someone, whatever it might be, right? And I'm just being broad, no specific examples. It's like, but what have they gone through to cause them to feel that way? What if they're going through something? What if they're feeling something that making them feel they need to respond a certain way, right? Those are the kind of things that, that I have to be better at, right? Like we all go through, you know, stuff in our lives, right? So I'm very well aware of, of my you know, insecurities and my issues and everything I'm dealing with, right? So I'm expecting someone else to understand that. But what about what they're going through? What about what they've gone through? Like, I can't open, you know, I've been with my wife, you know, 20 plus years. I don't know what those first 20 years of her life were like and what, you know, how, you know, her upbringing impacted her and Right? Like, so having empathy towards that, you know, her previous relationships, whatever it is that, that causes someone to be a certain way. I mean, that's where I think having the empathy of, you know, in, in that very, you know, very direct way is something that is just, is, is, is lacking. You know, or, you know, how can I better myself, right? Because if I'm understanding it from her perspective, right? It could be empathy. doesn't be, a, oh, you know, poor, you know, whatever, right? It could be just like, okay, well, she has a different perspective. Well, why? Let me understand that because that might explain more to me so then I can understand. So maybe my reaction, right? And that's where I think empathy in a relationship, in relationships, are so critical and probably completely overlooked, right? Like, especially if you get into an argument or just whatever, you know, like hot button topic that comes up and, you know, you, 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 got, you go at it at a, as a couple, right? Everyone gets into arguments. Everyone gets into fights, right? But what if you, you know, instead of reacting and it's like, how... You know, why is she saying this? Why is she, you know, being specific to me? Why is she doing this? Pausing for a second and being like, when maybe she had a really bad day. Maybe it's my fault, right? Maybe she misunderstood me. Maybe I'm not perfect. Whatever the reason is, but stepping out of my own shoes and then looking at it from her perspective, I think that's what, that's what this is about, Right? is understanding, you know, the, the, the empathy in that moment, right? You know, it, it doesn't have to be you're on social media and you're, you know, you're reading something and it's just so, 
far-fetched, so, you know, you're so, you know, separated from it that you can, you know, say, oh, you know, this person on the other side of the country feels this way. Oh, I can understand that. But, like, what about the person right next to you? Right? That's something that I think is, 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 it's harder, right? Because it, 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 it forces you to be less, like, in that moment, And that's, that's, that's tough. That empathy is really tough, right? That, that, that empathy is, that's something, that's something, you know, I, like I, like I started by talking about, I I feel like I'm a very empathetic person. That empathy, that level of empathy is really tough. And because you have to be in that moment. So if I want to be an empathetic person, I can't just be from like, for those afar, but I have to be you know, empathetic in the moment. And that's going to be a lot tougher, right? You know, the other, the, the third, sort of third grouping is, is probably even, <laughs> even maybe a little tougher. But it's, it's uh, empathy in the workplace, right? And, and that's really kind of where, you know, you talk about, you know, having, you know, interactions with people, and you know, being in an, in an environment where your goal is to, um, you know, really, I mean, your goal of working is to provide for whomever, you know, or whatever you're doing, right? Uh, you know, you're working to make money. I mean, 99% of people, right, are working because they gotta pay the bills. I think empathy in the workplace is, is tough. Right, you know, understanding, um, you know, what someone else is going through. If, 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 I mean, there's a, probably a million different examples of empathy in the workplace, but like, you know, someone that you're not, you don't get along with, someone that's trying to, you know, you know, that says things not the way you would say it, or someone that would do something not the way you would do it, or if you're an employee or employer and, you know, they're reacting a certain way or they're doing a certain thing and you're just like, Okay, but what are they going through, right? And I think that's more, you know, empathy in the workplace is, you know, there's a balance there. And I think that balance is what's tough. That balance is, okay, my job is to further my career, is to pay my bills, right? Not to make other people feel good, right? But... I think if you're able to build some empathy, especially for the people around you, I think that in the end would further your career just as much as if you just wanted to be a hard ass the entire time, right? Because the empathy for the people that work for you makes them more loyal, more willing to go the extra mile for you, right? Or the people that, you know, maybe that, wouldn't treat you the same way, but, you know, or want your job or whatever it is, being, having the empathy for their situation makes them appreciate you more, right? I think having that sort of workplace mentality of it doesn't have to be so cutthroat. You can be empathetic. You can be a little bit more sensitive. I think goes a long way. 
it goes a long way to also, I mean, this kind of goes beyond the empathy conversation. But what, one thing I, I'd say that I'm not good at is playing the politics in the corporate world, right? I mean, I've worked for some of the biggest, biggest companies in the world and are some of the worst companies for the world uh, to work for, right? I work for Disney. I mean, from a brand, from a company perspective, from, I mean, I don't know if there's how many more would be above it in terms of like, like a bucket list company for people to work for, right? Disney, the power, the money, like that you, you get when you have that on your resume is incredible, right? And working there just to be, you know, a high level person at Disney basically set your career. I mean, you're set, right? So at Disney, you get so many people cutthroat. Like even people that like are your friends, like they're only most people's goal. Not most people, I'll say a good amount of people. Their goal is to further themselves. And most of them do it at the expense of others. I, I've never been good at that. Like, you know, from bosses or coworkers taking credit for your work or like having meetings about an area that you have expertise in, but they don't want you there so that they can appear to be the experts, right? Like there's a million level, million examples of that. I'm awful at that. I, I, I don't, I can't play that politi- political game like for my own benefit. Just not who I am. Right? Like, I, I, prefer, I prefer to take the mentality that the rising tide lifts all boats. Right? Like, I don't need to be the one presenting, you know, to senior leadership because, you know, the people that work for me presenting makes us all look good. Versus like, no, it's, it's got to be me. It's me, 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 me. I think that's a workplace, you know... you know, workplace just, you know, feeling of incompetency. Like, you don't need to be the one that comes from you. Like, a good senior manager, you know, executive, has a great team below them, right? So, you know, my, my perspective from a workplace is, okay, well, how can we, like, you know, and it kind of gets to a point, like, we're not curing cancer, right? Like, I mean, we're marketing, we're selling something, whatever it is, we're in a capitalistic society. At the end of the day, like, really what we're doing is not that important. What's important is keeping your job, keeping, you know, income, right, and all that, and obviously, hopefully, you know, building a career that you enjoy, and, you know, that's, yeah, that's important, but, like, not the sake of others, like, like those people that are like that, that just could really care to care less about anyone they work with because they're just trying to advance. I guarantee you, most of them are miserable in, in, in whatever capacity, right? It's like that daily grind has to wear down on your soul. And that's where I think that the empathy in the workplace really just allows me to kind of sit back and be like, okay, let's figure this out. How can we accomplish our goals 
without driving everyone crazy. Right? That's the that's the empathy. You know, like even like you know, what's probably the toughest part is when there's someone that is just oh, that's just awful and trying not to react. Right? Trying not to you know, just jump at like and and, and respond with that vitriol, you know? It's like that pausing and understanding. That's tough. Right? And that's where the empathy is incredibly hard. But I think if you take from a holistic perspective, I mean, no one's going to be perfect. But taking, you know, empathy in, in most situations is definitely going to be something that's going to, you're going to benefit from. And, and that's kind of how I look at it. It's like, if I can build a good career and somewhat like what I do and not feel like I'm a piece of trash, I mean, that's a win, right? And I think there's a lot, you know, from a, you know, empathy in a workplace can mean, I mean, that's probably could be its own hour-long podcast because, you know, you're talking about just how a company operates from pricing to negotiations. I mean, you can probably talk a million different levels of that. But for me, empathy in a workplace, in relationships, and just like everyday political, like social environments is I just want for myself to understand what the other people are going through so that can help make me a better person, right? It doesn't have to change who I am. It doesn't have to change, you know, like I don't have to be fake, right? It's not fake empathy. It's empathy that allows me to, to, you know, to be a better version of myself, right? So I think that's what empathy is about. It's like, I, I haven't been this way my whole life and I have a ways to go. I'm not the subject matter expert on empathy. But I feel like my goal as a person is like, you know, I, I think this gets to that like, you know, point in your life. It's like, well, what am I contributing? Well, I mean, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a politician. I'm not going to make the world better. But maybe I can make my little, you know, my little universe better, Right. Maybe I can help other people be more empathetic, which allows them to have better conversations, which allows, you know, them to be maybe a little bit happier, not be so reactive, make them step back and say, okay, well, why is this person acting this way or saying this thing? Or maybe my empathy can help me make my, help my kids be, make, make me a better father or a better husband or a better boss, or a better employee, right? Like, now all of a sudden, that little, you know, little word, that little empathy word, now it's hitting all parts of my life, right? It's like my daily happiness with the world, my, my children and who they become, my, my daily life with my wife, you know, my coworkers, my employees who are trying to build their, you know, their life, right? 
all of a sudden empathy becomes like a key component of myself and and a ton of other people. And yeah, you know what? Maybe I have zero impact on anyone else or maybe I have a tiny impact on anyone else or maybe it just makes me a happier person. And I think that by itself is worth, you know, worth a little bit more effort on, on being empathetic. Focusing on that empathy, right? Because if, if I can make myself just like a few percentages happier, it's worth the effort. And then as time goes on, it's a little bit more, a little bit more. And then, you know, next thing you know, um, in my twilight years, and then I can maybe then at that point really impact other people's lives, help my kids, their kids, my grandkids, whatever, be better. That's where I think this, this sort of domino effect of empathy comes in. And yeah, I mean, I think that's a good place to stop this, this ramble. Um, so yeah, so this is episode four. Um, I'm going to be recording another one. My goal is two a week. Uh, we'll see how, see how that goes. Hopefully I can get a, a, a good cadence going. Um, like I said with, uh, you know, my previous podcast on, on anxiety, you know, if there's any questions or comments or anything, we'd love to hear it. But for now, this is Kieran and, uh, I hope, uh, hope you listen to me again.